every now and then we get to speak to South Africans who are doing incredible things in the world for other South Africans, for other people across the world. And one such South African, his name is Gavin Sinclair. And he is a motivational speaker. He's an adventurer. But he's also someone that I really wanted to talk about because he's partnered with some really incredible charities. He's on a Zoom with me and uh, we're going to get into everything. But firstly, hello, Gavin. How's it, Danny? Um, I'm so excited to talk to you. And when I actually got your message saying that you want to interview me, I was like, wow, that's amazing. Thank you. So lovely to connect. It's always good to connect. And it's always good for me to connect, especially with people like you who are these like super adventurers who live the life that I really want to, but I'm too scared to because it kind of inspires me to try harder. Oh, I just seem to uh, enjoy more being out of the office, more in Africa than than in an office environment. So, yeah, I'm very blessed to be able to sort of uh, turn what I do and what I love the most into pretty much a brand and a business and to get to do it for a very good cause and a good purpose as well and hopefully to inspire, motivate people. I want to jump straight in because I I found you on LinkedIn and then Googled you, obviously, because I saw Adventurer in your title. And I saw that you had done <laughs> a 4,000 kilometer trail run across Africa, pretty much. And it took you seven months to complete, but you did this when you were 45. Can you tell me a little bit about this? What, why, why would anyone run four? thousand kilometers firstly it was part of my second charity challenge solo unsupported so i partnered up with missing children south africa in 2000 well about four or five years ago um was to run i've been running for over 20 years it's part of my i love to run i mean every day if i'm stressed out if things don't seem to be going uh sort of positively i just put on my sneakers and i go run or i run on the beach it's just you you're able to reconnect yourself so running is a part of my life and my lifestyle so i ran 4000 kilometers over 7 months um uh, through four African countries and i raised funds and awareness as an ambassador for missing children in south africa and uh, I mean, as you can imagine, running solo unsupported with a 12 kilogram backpack, and of course, mm-hmm. you know, logistically, depending on how much water you're gonna you're gonna carry with you, it weighs more. So there are many aspects to strategic strategies that you take every morning when you start your next uh, stage. So yeah, I ran 4,000 k's. Uh, took me seven months through four African countries. I started in Saint Lucia and I ran into Mozambique. Um, and then from Maputo, I got on the beach and I ran 388 kilometers on the beach, on the coastline of Mozambique up to Kanjata Bay. And then I turned west inland to head to Botswana, uh, Namibia, and back down to the Cape Town VNA waterfront. This is insane. And you've said twice, solo and unassisted. What does that mean to non-adventury people? Okay, so solo means obviously you are alone, but yeah, you're alone. And unsupported means you don't have a backup vehicle or you don't have a support crew or team that is carrying supplies or equipment. You are independently alone and there's no one around but yourself. Wow. Wow. I can't imagine that must have gotten pretty dark at times. I mean, being completely Well, yeah, I mean... You you will have certain 
challenges and you will have certain scenarios that will play out. But you obviously, you know, you reverse engineer your finish line, you prepare yourself for all these scenarios. And and it's, I mean, if you're going to run through Africa, you need to expect you're going to have some exciting and fun moments. And that's just the reality of it. And if you can deal with that, you can deal with anything. Gavin, I want to talk a little bit around the the charity that you chose, um, Missing Children. You you have you seem to me to have this very big drive to help people who've been trafficked and children who are missing. I want to know what about this resonated with you initially. Uh, so I, you know, if if you are going through a hard time in your life and you are challenged and you have many obstacles and you seem to be in a, pos- a negative environment or depressed or something, the best way to to inspire yourself is to do something good uh, positive and inspire and get out and make a difference because in doing that you actually make a difference within yourself mm-hmm. have you noticed if you sort of help somebody walk across the road or you just smile at somebody or you you compliment someone it 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 energizes yourself so it, it's like it it's it's energy. I mean, what you put out, you get back in. So at at one point I was really feeling really demoted and toxic and just in the wrong environments and and the wrong decisions in the corporate environment. And I really needed a big shift and a big change. And I needed to, to do something big and inspire myself and motivate myself. And uh, I decided to get on a bicycle and cycle from Cape Town to Cairo in 2017, solo unsupported again. And I, I mean, if you're going to do that and you're going to create awareness and it's going to be across social media and stuff, then why not do it for a good cause? So that's where it all started with Missing Children in South Africa. And they are basically a social media platform that um, spreads mass awareness about missing persons. And they have an emergency response service uh, support line when people go missing. So I raised funds and awareness for them on the Cape to Cairo. And like I said, I was an ambassador for them for four years. Hence why it made sense for me to do the run uh, with them again, because I was an ambassador for them for four years. So yeah, um, I'm an activist against uh, child trafficking and and nature conservation and stuff. And yeah, it's close to my heart. Kids are vulnerable and, you know, sometimes kids don't have a voice. So that's why Missing Children resonated for me at that time. I'm here for this. Now, okay, so obviously, and I say this to a lot of the people that I interview because a lot of the people that I interview are doing such incredible things, but none of these things come from an easy life, right? You have to overcome massive adversity and you have to face challenges within your own life in order to motivate you to go out, like you said, and do these incredible things. I wanted to know if you would share one or two of the obstacles that you've had to overcome that might motivate someone listening? Yeah, it makes sense. In this world, we've got healers, we've, we've got nurturers. We, we, we are very specifically born into this world with a very specific, um, what is the word here, uh, talent, gift. 
Yeah. Uh, and it's also about us to, to tap into that and discover it and find it and, and not necessarily be steered from it in terms of the normal conditioning of society. You know, you follow that, you study that. And, and today's world, you know, everything's driven very much by a fast paced materialistic. So, you know, to tell your parents, okay, uh, I'm going to be a musician or a drummer or a, I don't know, a, a flame, uh, I don't know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not really looked at from that point of view because society dictates, you know, you've got to have, a, you've got to be a doctor or a lawyer or an accountant and stuff. And a lot of people tend to not really go and tap into what they were really put on this planet to do, but they sort of do a full circle, 360, and they come back to it. And yes, Difficult, difficult experiences uh, do shape and change us, and we have this desire and this need to want to give. Um, so, for me in my life, well, as a child, I've always been um, addicted to, to adrenaline and pushing myself physically, mentally, um, and obstacles. I mean, I, can I say they're obstacles? Yes, I can. When at the at that time, they do seem paralyzing and like obstacles and in my growing up I had the the normal scenarios of you know parents not getting along going through a divorce but I dealt with from an early age I had um, well I have dyslexia and ADD um, and all those sort of I would say you know challenges uh, that I had to deal with growing up and I was extremely uh, insecure and um, so those are some of the, and I suffered from deep depression and, and it was so deep that I didn't even know I had de- uh, depression for a very, very long time and extreme anxiety, as I said. And uh, those were some of the obstacles I had to deal with growing up and, and through my teens and that, and I was very uncomfortable in my own skin. Yeah. I think I think a lot of people can resonate with with that and and relate to that. And I think also hearing your story and doing a quick Google search um, on your name, it just it's so super duper inspiring because you overcame that. Okay, so obviously you are not going to stop. Um, this is in your blood. So what is the next thing? Do you have another adventure? Um, so. Yeah, so I've just um, teamed up with a new foundation, um, the Southern Lodster Foundation, and um, they we have partnered up, and I'm uh, an ambassador for them for all my upcoming um, charity fundraising challenges. And yeah, of course, I mean, I'm not going to stop now. So what I'm planning... Uh, and working on now is so I've done a cycle, I've done a, a run, and I've done two island swims up north of Mozambique. So what I'm planning next is to climb a mountain, Mount Kilimanjaro. <laughs> so obviously there's a so there's and I'm planning to do it in a very short period of time, and I'm going to raise funds and awareness for the foundation. And obviously I need to get the corporate uh, sponsors, and I need to get a lot of support in able to do this to be able to raise funds and awareness for for the organization. And I'm also partnered up with a company 
the tribal tourist in South Africa where I'm going to, before the climb, I'm going to Zanzibar to be stationed there for three months and we are going to do workshops for corporates and for tour groups, uh, motivational workshops, uh, activities, kayaking, and I'm going to do a quick short kayak around the island to raise funds and awareness before my climb in uh, 2020. I think that is incredible that you are always using your adventures to help. Um, Gavin, obviously, when you do these things, right, you're still a human being. You may be a strong and fit human being, but you're still a human being. And there have got to be times when you think, just like the rest of us, I'm sore, I'm tired, I don't want to do this today. I also just want to watch Netflix and eat bad food. What gets you Mm. through those days when the going gets really, really tough? I think avoidance is you you pretty much go around it. With survival, you go through it. With survival, you often experience completion. I mean, every day we have struggles and setbacks, and they those are the opportunities where you can create greatness in those uh, moments. And sure, I have many challenges and I have many um scenarios where I'm physically and mentally challenged, but I, I draw and gain source of, of motivation and inspiration from people that I've met on my journeys with such incredible stories and such incredible dif- uh, um, um, moments of overcoming such diversity and difficult challenges in their lives that when I'm in those moments, I think back of people that I've met and people that are less fortunate because no matter what situation you're in, you can always think of another, a different scenario where somebody else has been through an even more traumatic experience. To give you an idea, when I was swimming from Ile de Mozambique to the mainland, my legs started to cramp and I thought, okay, well, that is it. Um, And then I thought of this woman who lost her father and she uh, developed a brain tumor and they cut sort of, you know, they, they operated on her and she showed me the photo of this and I, and I just, I drew inspiration and energy from that and it, it got me through my swim and I got to the end. Yeah. I think we, we do need to, to look at other people and not measure, but also go, you know what, I, if they can, I can. If you can run 4,000 kilometers, I can run a kilometer, you know. It's it's just about using that to motivate yourself. So, Gavin, where can we follow you? Where can we follow your adventures and keep up to date with what you're doing? Okay, so if you want to get involved in uh, donating with regards to the foundation, um, communication is going to go out soon on social media in terms of my involvement with them and links and stuff. But for now, you can go to my Instagram account. So it's Gavin, G-A-V-E-N, Sinclair Adventures. That's my Instagram account. And you can click on my bio and it will have the link to the foundation if you want to donate. And then, of course, please follow me on my Instagram, which is linked to all my other social media, media handles for all my upcoming events and challenges. So you can follow me on Instagram, Gavin, Gavin Sinclair Adventures. Stunning. Thank you so much for your time. And I'm looking very forward to seeing what you're going to be up to in the next six months and then into 2021 and further.
Thank you so much, Danny. I really appreciate it. And thank you for, for the, the reach and the exposure and, and helping us get the word out there because without the press media, it would be impossible. And I really appreciate your time and your support and all the best. And uh, if I can just close off by just saying, just keep falling forward, trust the process, embrace your change and go where you feel alive and um, no regrets. Live, live life to the fullest and never stop adventuring. Venturing.